Radio Outcast is a bizarre, gun-slinging podcast for mature audiences. Content warning, this episode contains depictions of emotional abuse throughout the episode that may be upsetting for some listeners. We encourage our listeners to prioritize their safety before venturing ahead. Thank you. Maybe I've been alive for 370 million years, but that doesn't mean that I'm ready to be a mother. Order. Or. Der. All arise. Judge Emmy presiding. God of time. Queen mother of, like, the past, the present, and the future. Thanks, Trey, much. You, ugh, beautiful bailiff. Although you did forget to mention quantifier of reality, ruler of the fourth dimension, and most recently voted sexiest higher god for the 400 millionth year running. That's when I knew my ex had lost her fucking mind. Emmy made herself judge, prosecutor, and even the jury. She'd be sitting in the judge's seat and then just disappear into thin air, appearing somewhere else in the courtroom in an entirely different outfit. Coda flew around my head tweeting up a storm. At least I have one friend during all of this bullshit. My powder blue mockingbird has been by my side all these years, but I'll need more than my little familiar to survive this bogus trial. Ever since the 4,000 year long trial between a sea god and the money goddess, order and chaos have dipped from the heaven's court entirely. Too much work, they both said. Now, Emmy has taken the reins. You may be seated. The trial between the messenger god of sound, known as Helix, versus the god of time, known as me, Emmy, is now in session. Do we have, like, opening statements? As a matter of fact, I do. If you're going to drag the entire pantheon into our fucked up relationship problems, then allow me to set the record straight. Emmy has controlled me for the Judge, past. let's ignore Helix's petty outburst and get down to business. As we all know, when two gods are united, contractually they are to eventually fashion a cute little half and half me and half and half you lesser god. But it's been like millennia. And I have proof 
that instead of committing to this most noble ritual, Helix has been acting like a human. And honestly, your grace, it's pretty gross and unfair to a god as amazing as yourself. Too true. Bring out the first witness. Your honor, I call to the stand the all-seeing messenger god of sight, Spectra. One of my four sisters, Spectra. She's hated me since our conception, always jockeying to be the most powerful of the sensory messenger daughters. So yeah, I saw Helix spending her days and nights on Earth, partying and DJing in the basements of clubs in New York City with the humans. She wasn't even being worshipped. Emmy brought out my other three sisters. Instead of defending me, they each pled the five million and fifth. None of them wanted to face Emmy's wrath, even if it meant my demise. I call to the stand the messenger god of touch. I call to the stand the messenger god of smell. Spectra was the worst. It was obvious she wanted me to face the maximum punishment, because making me look bad has always been her favorite way of winning. The others didn't have much to add. They all agreed I'd gone too long without fulfilling my end of the contract. Because of Emmy, I had been allowed to create things like the ticking of a clock, the chorus of birds in the morning. Hell, even hip hop wouldn't exist without our union. All Emmy was asking for, in the gods' eyes, was what was owed to her. A divine child. That's enough, witnesses. I think, like, we've all heard enough. Am I right, my sweet audience? The Pantheon ate Emmy's whole shtick up. She painted me out as the Pantheon's greatest villain, a weakness, someone to blame for everything wrong in the heavens. Even the god of intuition looked like he knew exactly where this was going. I'd always been too young, too irresponsible, too human. And now I'd been too selfish. Even my own mother, the all mother of communication, looked at me like I had brought this all on myself. I couldn't bear to turn around and look at her to face the disappointment. I'd embarrass myself, my union, my title, and worst of all, my mother. Now, does the beautiful prosecution have a recommendation? Judge, we recommend, like, the most maximum punishment. And what does the lovely jury recommend? 
Judge Emmy, we, the jury, recommend the maximum punishment for the messenger god of sound known as Helix. Stop this! Why are all of you just letting her do this? But I knew the answer. It was fear. A sound argument from both Prosecutor Emmy and Jury Foreman Emmy. And lastly, what about our dear audience? What? You can't ask them! Well, Helix, it seems the verdict is, like, totally clear. You must know that this comes from a place of love. My love. Love? Did you ever actually love me? <gasps> you think because you're some higher god you can sleep around with dozens of other minor deities behind my back and I'm not supposed to care? No, I think you used me. And as a matter of fact, I think all of you gods just use each other and I'm... You know what you sound like? A human. <laughs> and since you want to act so humanoid, well, let's grant your petty wish. For Helix, I grant the maximum punishment. Wait, what the fuck is... I... I was staring into the face of my former lover. Someone I used to confide in, changed the world with, now turned into some vengeful monster. I saw a dark look in her eyes. I turned to look for my mother to reach out for help, but then, in the very next moment, everything went radio silent. I found myself sitting on top of a heap of funky silk dresses. For a moment, I thought I was back in Brooklyn. Wouldn't be my first time waking up in a coat room the day after a party. The room I was in took me back to my gramophone days. Stuff I hadn't seen in nearly a century. A table nearby was stacked with loose powder jars and tins of soot. There was an open chest bursting with corsets and frilly bloomers. I tried to get up a bunch of times, but I felt like shit. Like, half of me had been scooped out of my insides. I had to crawl out from under the dresses, all while Coda freaked around my head. Fuck. We'll be okay. We're okay. We just gotta figure out just what the hell Emmy's maximum punishment is. Where are we? 
370 million years I've been a god, teleporting back and forth between the heavens and earth. From the middle of the desert, I could hear an ocean like it was right behind me. These were my powers as a messenger god of sound. I could make the most beautiful music out of thin air, and now... After 370 million years, I can't leave. I can't teleport. All I hear is the empty stillness of the strange room. My powers, my godness, it's all gone. Radio Outcast was created by Maria Fernanda Vidarosaga and J.T. Lachasse and produced by Anne Hughes, starring Jay Duong as Helix, Anne Hughes as Emmy, Daniel Sotelo as Coda, and Maria Fernanda Vidarosaga as Spectra. This episode was written by Fernanda and J.T., directed by Fernanda, dialogue editing by Anne, sound design by J.T., and music by Samuel Kinsella. You can find us online at RadioOutcast.com or follow us on Instagram at RadioOutcastPod and Twitter at Radio underscore Outcast. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you'd like to help us grow, consider becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash Radio underscore Outcast, where for as little as $1 a month, you too could get a special shout out at the end of our episodes. Like the remarkable Kyrie O, the marvelous Stephanie C, the spectacular Gnome H, the shimmering Patrick C, the excellent Alan L, the stellar Daniel W, the wondrous Tootie, the glimmering Melissa L, the splendid Sarah F, the outstanding Rax W. The Incredible Marcos L. The Fabulous Patricia D. The Glorious Consuelo U. And The Wicked Cool Lisbeth V. To all of our patrons, thanks again. We appreciate you. And to everyone listening, safe travels.